Hey, it's Heaven, and welcome to the Sandbag Queen Show, where we talk about all things health from the inside out. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Sandbag Queen Show. I am so excited you're joining us today. I have John Greaves III from Garage Gym Life Media, and we are going to be talking all about garage gyms and why they are amazing. And if you're thinking about getting one, what you need to do in order to have an awesome garage gym. Welcome to the show, John. How are you? I am awesome. I have taken my pre-workout because I'm going to train after this is over. And so this should make for an exciting conversation. Dang, I'm so excited to talk to you. We're going to talk about, obviously, what you need for a garage gym, but also we're going to talk about why you're passionate about garage gyms. So let's start with that. What caused you to make and create Garage Gym Life Media? I'm, I started Garage Gym Life Media because I was looking for a thing I could do so that I could be in charge of basically my life. But more than that, I wanted something I could create and leave to my kids. No matter how great your job is, you can't leave it to your children. And most jobs that I have encountered actually frown on nepotism. So I wanted something that I could create and leave to my kids come from a grandfather who was an entrepreneur and I have uncles who are entrepreneurs. But in searching for you know what is needed in our market, the thing that I knew about was working out at home because I've been training from home exclusively for the last 20 years. And one of the things that I noticed that we lacked at the time that I started Garage and Live Media was motivation and a sense of community. And so I decided to start with Instagram because that's where I saw people going. And at the time, you know, people were not, they weren't reposting or, or anything like that. People who are like, I guess I would consider them like regular people like me and you. Instead, if somebody were to repost somebody, it would be someone who isn't a high level athlete in some sport. And I was noticing that there were people out there who were doing things, they're getting their PRs and maybe only like they're, especially if they don't have a lot of followers, you know, only a few people might even give them a thumbs up. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what, we need something that will unite us all, regardless of how we choose to train. Every one of us wants that high five when we do something great. So I'm going to, so tomorrow I'm posting Amy, Sam, she's coming off of an ankle injury and I've actually reposted her accomplishments before, but she was able to do a flip over in her home gym. And I was like, this is cool because she's been training for it. Well, today I posted about Brian Panky at uncle Boo 56 and he's been struggling with this 250 pound sandbag. Cause he's a, he competes in strongman, hasn't been able to pick it up to budget. Well, he recently, he put it to his shoulder. That's a PR. Yes, I saw that. That's right? so it's, exciting. Yeah, it's like, so whatever the thing is that you just did that was great, I want to be your virtual gym partner and high five you for the yeah. thing you just did that was great. And then from there, the brand just morphed into finding, hey, how else can we motivate people? Mm-hmm. How else can we be an information resource, mm-hmm. right? I don't think we need another company that's doing reviews. There are tons of people out there doing reviews, And there are tons of people out there giving coaching, but what we don't have is an organized way of being motivated to do something with the equipment after you find out from the review that it's the best value. And the coach tells you, hey, I want you to go do this. You need motivation to link those things together. So you actually want to go do something with your stuff instead of just letting it gather dust downstairs or wherever. I love that. And that is exactly what you've done, at least for me in my life. I have personally 
come into contact with so many amazing people just because of meeting you on Instagram and and the followers that you have and then creating connection and community through them. So I just want to say thank you so much for what you do. I'm so grateful for Garage Gym Life Media and this series of Garage Gyms and how to have a great one is going to be really fun and interesting. So to kick us off, can you tell me what you think the top five must-haves for a new garage gym owner would be? Okay, believe it or not, I've been training from home for 20 years, and believe it or not, this is the question that I struggle to answer concisely the most. And the reason for that is, in my opinion, it depends on what your goal is. And it sounds like such a cop-out, but... Contrary to what some people would have you believe, everybody is not trying to be a power builder. And by that, I mean, there's a hybrid. That phrase is actually coined by my friend, Greg Santacero. Greg Santacero, who is the founder of G-Code Nutrition. And he coined it when he was working for Animal for Universal Nutrition. He said, power building, that's when you lift in a powerlifting style using the three power lifts, but you also do bodybuilding movements because you want to look good. Everybody doesn't want to train like that. So if I say, you know, barbell, you got it. You need to have a a barbell and plates. You need to have a flat bench. You must have a power rack. Well, that's if you're interested in training in the style I just said. But what if you are into mace training or kettlebell stuff? My power rack is not going to help you if you're into kettlebells. What you want to do with the kettlebell, whether you like kettlebells or not, is also governed by some of your life situations, right? So instead, I'm going to say some things that are going to sound boring and will probably not be the same as anybody else who you ask this question. That works for me. Let's go. All right. So first of all, everybody needs some way to keep track of the work that they're doing. So I recommend a dry erase board because you can write down your goal. So like on my dry erase board right now, for example, I have my current body weight because I'm coming off of a car accident last year. And so I'm getting back in shape and I have my current PRs. Okay, so that that right there, my how much I weigh and what I can currently lift, as well as my current times in various things I I'm using as measures of conditioning fitness, right? But then I also write down the day's workout on there. And my wife works out down there and my youngest son works out down there as well. So we all write our stuff down on there. But you could use whatever. So you need some way to keep track of what you're doing that day, what you've done before because I believe in progressive resistance. Mm -hmm. So you got to know what you did last time. So don't just, I don't believe in coming in and working out just to be tired. I believe in progressive training, right? So you got to have a way to record what you've done and what you're going to do. You need to have a way to keep yourself on track so that, you know, a lot of us are pressed for time. So you need a clock or something to keep track of the time. So you're not late for whatever the thing is that you need to do next, because maybe you can only carve out 15 minutes. Well, if, if it's that tight, you can't do 16 and a half minutes. You need to know how, what time it is. Yeah. I believe you need some sort of thing to keep you motivated to train. And that could be a, a TV so that you can play the videos that we live stream, or you can have a radio in there to listen to music. Uh, music has ergogenic effects. Okay. It's not trivial. Sometimes I train with no noise at all because it's sort of like a mental training for me. And it allows me to use my training as moving meditation. But mm-hmm. sometimes I play music. Sometimes I play, like I said, videos. You need to have some way to learn 
the thing that you're trying to learn. And then you've got to have the things that are the tools you're going to use to train with. So just fill in the blank with whatever it is that you want to train with mm-hmm. and whatever your goals are. So if I want to have a bigger bench press, I'm going to need a barbell. I'm going to need a power rack or something to keep me safe as I'm lifting because a power rack has safeties and I'll need uh, obviously the weights. If my goal is to compete in something like long cycle kettlebell, well, I'm going to need a couple of kettlebells. One, the weight that we're going to be using in the competition. And then I'm going to need some weights to work up to that. Mm-hmm. It may be something for overload, but I'm going to need a bunch of kettlebells. Right. And so that's why I said my answer is kind of generic, but well, not generic, but it's vague, but it really depends on your goals. Yeah. I think that makes sense. It really does. Because, you know, sometimes pe- somebody's goal is just to be faster when they run. You don't need yeah. equipment for that. You can just get your time, you write it down and you track, you know, that is a really great answer. I love that. So what do you have you have a lot of stuff in your gym. Yeah. Actually, you- I was going to ask you if you watched the video I sent you. I was like, <laughs> people always ask me this question. I'm like, let me just send this video to you. Yeah. So you'll kind of just, you see why it's hard for me to answer this question. Yeah. So we will actually link, we'll just go ahead and link the video in the show notes. But do you have a few pieces of equipment that are your go-tos? Like you, for you, for your goals, this is what you love to use. What would those be? Yeah. So right now, the things, uh, like I said, I'm trying to get back in shape. So there are some basic markers. There's a guy called Dan John. You can see, find him on Instagram, Coach Dan John. You can also just literally go to danjohn.net. He's a legend, right? But you can put in Dan John's standards. And I use that as a basic guide for what I should be able to lift. Because these are the expectations he had of his graduating high school seniors. He was a PE teacher as well as a track coach. And he said, you should be able to lift all of these things, right? And then I was also heavily influenced by a book by Stuart McRobert called Braun that I read in 19, um, 1996 or 97. Anyway, so in the book, Stuart McRobert said, you know, your goal should be 300 pound bench press, 400 pound squat, 500 pound deadlift, all right? And so I've achieved all of those, but what I did was I nudged it up based upon what I saw when I started competing in powerlifting, I was like, well, what are the base levels of strength for somebody my age? And so, you know, I have goals related to that. So as a result, I use my power rack every time I lift weights. I use a barbell in that session. I tend to use my 70 pound kettlebells, my pair of 70 pound kettlebells the most, but I also use my 100 pound kettlebell at least once a week. Oh, I use my heavy bag at least twice a week because I use that as one of my main sources of conditioning. And oh yeah, the dumbbells on my dumbbell rack. Nice. So we're going to keep this interview nice and short. Before we leave, I want to get your perspective on the pros and cons of having a garage gym versus going to a gym. What are your thoughts there? So for me, and again, I've been, so I've had my home gym since 2001. So 20 years of training in a home gym. To me, the pros and cons are almost the same. They're the flip side of the coin for a public gym, right? So in a public gym, uh, one of the pros is that you have built-in motivation from other people around you. You can create that atmosphere. So when you do something well, everybody knows if you've been struggling to get this weight in the bench press, for example. And so when you finally get it, you'll get the high fives. You stand up and you're like, yeah, you know, people high-fiving you. Somebody probably ran over to spot you, you know, that you've got all that built-in stuff in. 
You don't have that in a home gym. But what you do have in a home gym is you don't have that guy running up to tell you that you're lifting, you're doing that lift wrong, which is something that (laughs) women tend to suffer from more than men. Oh, for sure. But I've had people say, why are you doing that? Or they stop and stare. And then so now I'm fairly rebellious. So now I do stuff on purpose. If I go to public gym, I do stuff on purpose. I say, I wonder if I can get kicked out. I don't even have Steinborns on the list, but I will go into the area where we're squatting, where people are squatting, and I'll do a Steinborn lift there. So I'm, I'm, I'm rocking, uh, they call it a rock over squat. So I'm rocking the bar over onto my shoulders to stand up with it. Uh, <laughs> even though there's a squat rack right behind me. I recently did color commentary for the USPA Drug Test of Nationals. And they had some bars from Kabuki Strength because Kabuki provided most of the bars. And so Kabuki had their squat bar and I had never used it. And by the way, I'm not even going to pay to tell you this. The Kabuki squat bar, if you're looking for a squat bar, dedicated squat bar is awesome. Major reason for using a squat bar is it's longer. And so if you have issues with your shoulders, you're able to get it onto your back and you, you can have your hands out wider. Nice. But a lot of times squat bars don't have the knurling that you have on a normal bar. And so your hands might be gripping bare steel. It just, it's just weird. Anyway, the Kabuki squat bar is awesome because it's knurling on the whole thing. And then they have a center ring to let you know where the center of the bar is so you can make sure the bar is centered on your back. So here comes John. I decided I'm gonna do a bent press with the squat bar just because I wanted to see how I felt doing a bent. I wanted to check the balance and that's one of the easiest ways to like bend over and then push it over your head, right? Because mm-hmm. if it's balanced, you'll know. And so I did that. Sure enough, everybody's staring like, what is this guy doing, right? So you don't have to deal with the stares in a home gym because you do what you want. I got to go on Instagram (laughs) to find out how wrong I am. Then there's the commute. There's no commute for my home gym. I'm going to go right downstairs when this is over. That's definitely a pro. You know, everybody knows there's no commute. How And I also don't have to wait in line for equipment. But Mm. what I do have to do because of space issues is the time that I normally would spend in a public gym waiting for equipment. Sometimes I spend having to set equipment up and take it back down. Oh, that's a fair point. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that there's that, but it's okay because, you know, there are ways around all of that. You know, you can set that you can pre-stage your equipment. Like that's what I usually do in a home gym. You're the one that's responsible for heating and cooling it, keeping the bugs out. If you have a garage gym, as opposed to say a basement or a gym in your spare bedroom or something. When you roll the garage door up, the bugs are going to come in. You have to figure out a way to keep them out. In a public gym, you just tell the owner, hey, there are bugs in here, and they'll get an exterminator or whatever. But your home gym is it's kind of in the name. It's in your house, right? So you're already paying for the, the heating and cooling and all that stuff. So to me, that's not as big a con. If you're somebody who is a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad, sometimes the gym can be your third place. That's the one place you can go to to get away from the kids. And that sounds bad, but if you've been at home with kids all day, every day, that can become stressful. There's a reason to give teachers a break in the summer. (laughs) Because, (laughs) you know, it can be hard. My wife and I have five kids, right? We got four boys and a little girl. And the the boy, actually the boys are young men now. They're all, most of them are out of the house. Um, They're in in their 20s and uh, our youngest is 17 and he's in his senior year of high school. So, but still we've got, multiple kids right and so when my wife was a stay-at-home mom when our youngest son was born for the year after our youngest son was born I get home and I'm ready to just be at home because I've been out all day and she's ready to go somewhere she's like I don't care if we go to the park right I just want to be out of the house I've seen nothing but pull-ups but at the same time in a home gym it is an opportunity to model fitness for my kids Mm -hmm. every one of my children has worked out with me 
every one. And they've all started at very young ages. I didn't force any of them to do it until they got to a certain age, right? And what I mean by force them to do it, I don't subscribe to the theory that you should just let kids naturally discover fitness because remember Newton's laws of motion, a body that's at rest tends to stay at rest unless acted upon by a greater force. And our bodies like homeostasis. So exercise is hard. It feels painful in the beginning. So who's going to naturally choose to be fit unless they understand that it's right. And so just like I make my kids brush their teeth, I don't wait for them to see me brushing my teeth and decide they want to say, oh, you know, that looks like fun. Maybe I'll try brushing my teeth too. And so when I first start out, you know, I let them use my toothbrush and they brush their teeth with my toothbrush. And then once I see that they're serious about it, I'll buy them their own toothbrush. (laughs) I, I don't do that. Right. I don't force them to train in the way I do, but I've had each one of my kids become involved in fitness in some way, whether they liked it or not, for the same reason that the school has gym class, because yeah. it's you need to show that it's important at an early age to build those habits. Absolutely. And I think that's one of my favorite things about having a garage gym or a home gym is because yeah. they get to see that. They get to see that it's part of your lifestyle. It's, exactly. It's literally the way that you live your life. You're not take and and I do miss sometimes I do miss taking my kids to the gym and and letting somebody else watch them while I work out there. I definitely, when they were smaller, that was my, for lack of a better word, sanctuary. It was my place where like I could go and I put my headphones in and I knew they were taken care of and I would just work out for two hours because that was the limit. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's fine. And that's fine. I'm not knocking anybody who does that. I'm just saying that if you're in a home gym situation, they get to see you. Exactly. And, Mm -hmm. and you know, our kids don't do what we say. They imitate what we do. Absolutely. So if we say, hey, you need to, I couldn't stand when my kids were wrestling. I see these fat dads. And even when they play, when uh, my son played football, I'm watching fat coaches yelling at the kids to do stuff that they know they couldn't do in a million years. Right. Uh, I, rem- I still remember when my oldest son finally deadlifted 500 pounds. He was so excited. Wow. Right? He wanted, he knew that was possible because he had seen me do it. Yeah. He was there when I deadlifted 500. He was there when I pulled 550. He was there when I pulled uh, 565. Wow. Right. And he was there as I was trying to get to the 600 pound mark, which I, that's my current goal. One of my current goals. Right. So he's there watching that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he's like, oh, it gave him something to shoot for. They watched me because I was when I started my home gym, I was still a member of the United States Marine Corps. And so they watched me preparing for our annual physical fitness test. So that actually influenced my oldest son's decision to join the Marines and my youngest son's decision to join the Marines. Wow. He's, my 17 year old's getting ready. He's already signed his stuff. He's going to be going to boot camp after that's high school. Awesome. My two middle kids, they're in the nursing industry right now. And that's partly because, again, they've seen, hey, dad thinks it's so important to do this thing in the Marines and to serve other people. Like I said, when you first start your life, when you start in your career, you get out of high school, you don't know what you're going to do with your life. You really don't. You just think you do. So why not spend the first four years or so of your life serving other people? And in the process of serving other people, you encounter different people who do different things. And that will help you figure out what it is you want to do professionally as a vocation. Mm. And so they're like, dad thinks it's so important to do this, that he's working out. Even when he's tired, he go, he's got a physical fitness test because that's one of the things that require for the Marines. Dad's tired. He's still training for this physical fitness test. They're able to unpack a whole lot of life lessons. They watch me get injured 
in the gym preparing for a bench press competition because I was trying to bench press 350. I'm sorry, uh, 355. The most I've ever benched is 350. And I wanted to bench 355. And they saw me get hurt. But then they saw me say, you know what? I'm not going to let this beat me. I came back around and I started working on rehabbing myself. They watched the process of me coming back from an injury that would have made a lot of people quit. Mm. And instead, so they get to see me recover from quote unquote disaster or whatever, right? And to just meet challenges head on. And it's affected them as well. You can't do that in a public gym because, I mean, there's space and safety concerns. A lot of public gyms will let kids in now, but there's still space and safety concerns. And I'll say that the last thing is because of us training in our home gym, my son got to trap, my oldest son got to travel to Europe because we went and we entered a powerlifting competition and in his age group, he was 17, right? So he, he wins he ends up qualifying for worlds. Wow. So we were able to, to go to Austria. That was his first trip out of the country because he had been training in a home gym. That's so cool. You never know what where this thing is going to take you if you just have the control and you're the ability to control when and you know how often you train and mm-hmm. who's able to train with you. And so that's a huge benefit that I, I really should say more. It's a teaching tool for your kids. Yes. I totally agree. I love that. Thank you so much for your time, for all your time and your wisdom (laughs) and your expertise. And before we leave the interview slash chat, I want to know if there's anything else that you want to leave the listeners with today. Sure. So the things that I think that you absolutely need to have in, in a home gym, I mentioned that you need some way to motivate yourself, right? So that's where Garage Gym Life comes in. We are, when we started on Instagram, there was nobody doing that sort of thing. David and his late wife, Sherry Hensler, began Garage Gym Powerlifting because they wanted to kind of focus on people who are more into like the powerlifting style of training from a home gym environment. And I think that they're doing great stuff over, they did great stuff over there and they continue to do it. I know Landry, you said, I think is coming up next and she's affiliated with them. With Garage Gym Life, we motivate people no matter how you choose to train. So we'll put up something that encourages you for whatever PR you just had, whether it be in gymnastics, calisthenics, powerlifting, strongman, martial arts, whatever. And we, we show a variety of things. We're all united by the fact that we're all home gym owners. And then on our YouTube channel, I encourage anybody who's listening to this, if you're thinking about starting a home gym, go check out Garage Gym Life Media on YouTube. Not only do we have... Yeah, I've got my list of videos showing you how to set up a home gym, what kind of flooring you should you should use and, and things like that. But then we also live stream competitions. So you're able to watch people just like you. Every competition we live stream has home gym owners in it, athletes who train at home competing there. And you get to see people competing in, in events that you might see and realize you want to try Right. So it'll spark some of what I think is important in that you got to have a specific goal. And unless you know about a thing, you don't even know that you might want to try it. So I encourage you to check out our YouTube channel, Garage Gym Life Media on YouTube. Check us out on Instagram. Our Instagram is full only of basically motivation. All I put on there is is me motivating other people by saying you did a good thing and encouraging. And it also points you towards people who you can follow that are going to motivate you. Right. So sometimes people get on Instagram and they're like, I don't really know who to follow. Okay. I point you towards people who over the last six years of me being on Instagram, I've seen 
as people who are positive and who will motivate you mm-hmm. to achieve your fitness goals by the fact that they're consistently going after theirs. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to one of you guys doing something awesome so I can repost it. Absolutely. That's I will so high wonderful. five you. <laughs> We need that community. And I'm so grateful for the work that you do, John, and for the community that you've built and that you share with other people. It's always so encouraging to me and to be able to meet and connect with other people who are awesome, just really, truly awesome people chasing their goals and encouraging others to do the same. So with that being said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a wonderful workout. Oh, thank you. We got to go deadlift. Yes. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Sandbag Queen Show. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it with your friends. If you do those things, it really helps out the show. As always, you are amazing. Get out there and make good things happen. I'll see you next week.